guys, and welcome back to another episode of Back to the Past, the Alton Hosty Podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm with Rohan. And today, we're going to be talking about what if Y2K actually happened. So I have to actually say a slight correction here, because Y2K technically was going to happen. The only reason it didn't is because government spent loads of money in the late 90s in order for programmers to go in there and fix the bug. So Y2K actually would have happened if it weren't for this. So this scenario is going to look more at... What if the governments didn't really spend the money, or what if the governments didn't believe it was a serious threat? I know it's not really mentioned in the episode, but that's the reason why it happened in this scenario and not in our own. So, for a little bit of context, I'm going to go bring it to Rohan. Sure, yeah. So, Y2K was actually a computer bug. So, in the 1960s, when comp- complicated computer programs were being written, computer engineers used, used two-digit codes. So, for example... 1987, they put 87 instead of 1987. So, by the end of this millennium, around 1998 to 1999, these computer engineers started realizing that the computer might not interpret 00 as 2000, but it might actually interpret it as 1900, which would break uh, many activities, including those that are programmed on a daily or yearly basis. For example, interest rates, which banks calculate on a daily basis, could change and the computers might calculate the wrong interest rate instead. Power plants also were threatened by the Y2K bug because they they relied on routine computer maintenance for safety using dates, which obviously this bug messed up. So the world is really interconnected on times and date. One small error and it could completely throw stuff up. So now, but we're going to talk about what if the computers didn't correct themselves. Again, this was my bad. Computers didn't fix themselves. It was, a fa- it was, in fact, government spent loads of money to fix the computers. So it's the same thing, essentially, but computers didn't fix themselves. It was the government. What if instead the computers failed and interpreted 2000 as 1900? So I think in this scenario, I think we have to clear up at least a little bit of the paranoia from Y2K. So one of the, the- one of the a, a whole lot of things that was going on was basically that nuclear weapons were going to start flying across the entirety of the world and cause a nuclear fallout. Now, I don't think this would happen at all. I think it'd be more of a just a major uh, major effect towards the economy. So first off, I think we'd have to see say there at least be some kind of recession and this is coming off the 1990s of course, but under Bill Clinton was relatively extremely successful. And in this and in this scenario like I repeat, said before, I I do believe there would be some recession for at least a, a short-term recession, and I mean, and I mean like a pretty effective one, almost like the COVID recession that we had last year, which still affects us to this day. But I think it would be mainly because of the paranoia. I think it also would uh, incentivize consumers to be a lot more fearful, actually. Yeah, I mean, cons- during the 1990s, computers really just started to get mainstream because they were small and they started getting capable. So like airlines were using their s- computers to schedule flights and stuff. So all of a sudden... They just started adapting this new tech, and it's taken away from them, essentially. So consumers, as you said, are going to be confused, and they're going to stop buying because confusion often hurts consumers. When consumers are confused, they don't buy it because they don't know what they're buying. And the computer market overall, I think, is going to really have a boom, actually, because all of a sudden, all these new computers need new hardware and software. So the, rece- the recession is going to happen, and at the same time, companies are having to spend more and more money in order for them to actually make money. So I f- feel like that could deep us dive deeper into the recession. 
and it's gonna last probably more than a year and but in the end this like increased recession is only gonna help because the fed's definitely gonna lower interest rates and make loaning easier because that way now companies are going to loan more and more money in order to fix their computer systems and up because this market is going to be whoever has their computers working is to be competitive enough to compete but they need the money so with the low interest rates it's going to be relatively cheap to actually invest more and more money into resources so i think this recession even though it's going to hurt the people overall lower interest rates as a result of it are going to bring the recession back down and the economy is going to start booming again so I think to your point about the computer markets booming, for example, I think that's a very good assessment to make. And I think there will also be more of a distrust towards computers. And it's more because of the fact is that it causes major – not a distrust, more so of a paranoia, I should say, to, to say it correctly. And I think that would be because of the fact is that they saw what happened, and it's like, oh, the computers didn't work. So I feel like there would definitely be more of a paranoia towards that. And for, furthermore, I think that, that Y2K would pretty massively affect the 2000 election. And I think that in this scenario, I think we would see more of a, a bigger George Bush win compared to uh, 2000, compared to actual 2000 results where it came down to a few hundred votes in Florida. Yeah, Nick, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, people are going to start mistrusting computers. And that's just only going to hurt innovation because the 2000s and the 2010s only see an exponential increase in this innovation in computers. I mean, we have nowadays semi-automatic Teslas, for example. I mean, the world is really interconnected with the internet because the internet only grew and it only just became more interconnected. So I feel like this reliance on computers that we have, per se, is not going to be the same if Y2K really did happen and really wasn't fixed. I feel like people are always going to have this mistrust and that's going to hurt economic output because they're, I feel like they're going to write on paper and pencil and they're going to prefer to not digitize anything. So even though digitization is more efficient and efficiency always means resources are used properly and you have more economic output, overall, I think people are going to prefer to use paper and pencil or just not trust computers 100%, maybe have a backup, for example. Like, I have a Word doc and I'll print it because I don't, I feel like my hard drive might fail. But overall, I think innovation would be hurt and the world would look a lot more traditional and more pre-21st century than it does now, today. I mean, the world would look like the 90s, for example, more advanced computers, but it's still the same 90s culture, but not this reliance on computers that we have and the reliance on the internet. Social media, I don't think that would be a thing because people would rather communicate face-to-face -face, even if that means traveling miles and miles because they don't trust computers anymore. Or text and stuff, it might it'll still be there, but it won't be the same as it is. It'll be more of a secondary means of communication. It'll be more like of supplementary information, but prefer to go in person and get that primary information out. You know, I think that brings up a very good point because... One of the things you mentioned specifically is that I, I think I agree with you in more in terms of the fact that this scenario would have to be more of a would be as a result like an alternate history on the, a societal impact on humanity. And I think that brings up a lot and actually a lot of benefits as well is that you might be surprised. And I'm not talking about technological advances. I'm talking more about the societal impact it would have. I think, for example, with social media. I, I think it's I think I see it more of as an it's a very good thing, but at the same time though it's 
there's a lot of negatives to it that I just don't like too much about social media. And I know we are using social media right now as we're going to be advertising this on Twitter and also and also on Instagram as well. But at the same time, though, I think that social media also has relatively harmed people as as well. And I think that in this scenario, we think we'd also see more of a improvement of mental health with teenagers in our modern day scenario, like 2021. And I'm not, I'm talking about this regarding the virus and everything. I'm talking about with social media. I think that with in-person communication, you feel me? Oh, yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, I get you 100% because suicide rates have just increased overall in teenagers, especially. And a big driver is social media and the way it's designed to keep you addictive and to make you feel kind of depressed and stuff. So you keep on scrolling and they get more ad dollars. And overall, I feel like big tech wouldn't be a thing. And I mean... That's just one less lobbyer in government. I mean, that's a big thing because big tech, for example, Amazon, e-commerce wouldn't be a thing. Or Spotify, there wouldn't really be the same level audio streaming because more people are going to prefer physical. I mean, there's still the people do say that prefer physical, and that's because physical, generally speaking, has higher quality. But most people choose streaming over the ease of use. But with this mistrust of computers, we could see a world where it's still more physical and digital. Digitalization is still years away, a generation or two away. You know, I bet you the music industry is wishing that Y2K actually happened nowadays. But as I was saying, specifically like with CDs and vinyls, and as you see in actually modern day with collecting, for example, vinyls are making a huge comeback. And I think it's just because of the fact that people prefer, sometimes preferred the physical like the physical uh, vinyl. And yeah, you're actually right about uh, specifically with, mu- with music, for example, because nowadays vinyls are becoming ex- are extremely popular or they're growing in popularity a lot, actually, as you can see throughout the a vinyl, a lot of vinyl releases, for example, in modern in our modern times. And I think it's just more of a retro revival than anything. But I think in we would see more of a progression of, say, audio formats. And I mean, like CDs, for example. I think we would see like a more advanced CD, and at the same time, that would also be better for a lot of companies because you wouldn't have to worry about pirating too much as a result of a less developed internet. As there's also less developed tools for computers and be less com- people using computers. And besides that, referring back to the people who don't use computers too much, I think that with with that as well, I think we also have to s- see the fact that some older people, I mean specifically boomers, talking about the ones who maybe f- in their 40s or 50s might be relatively uh, relatively pulled back by it as well. I don't think that that Gen X would be relatively affected. Maybe the older ones would, but I don't know if Gen X would be relatively affected. As for millennials, though, I think that would actually turn out to be a huge uh, impact on them, especially with with how they are very focused around social media, specifically with Facebook. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to mention as well was some of the benefits of the internet include this openness and essentially a freedom of freedom of speech. You can talk with anyone around the world. You can kind of really know their situation. You can personally know them. You don't really have a medium like a jerk, a, a news outlet or something in between. You really know them. And that's one of the beauties of the internet because you can talk to anyone. So with this less developed internet, I feel like there's going to be less communication between different cultures and overall less openness per se maybe a little more xenophobia because people don't know because the internet allows you to connect him for example like i i could go and see what indonesian culture is like just with that just 
from the tip of my finger with a few typing here and there, and I can see what their culture is about. I can appreciate it, for example. But now with this less developed internet, I'm not going to do that. I'd have to go to the library, get a book. And I'm not saying the library is bad. I'm just saying the, the few extra steps, there's a lot more work compared to going on the internet. And overall, I think society is going to be a bit more xenophobic and less accepting of foreign cultures. And it's not going to be... Sure, there's some benefits of the internet not being as developed, but there's obviously cons. There's pros and cons to everything. Yeah, precisely. I, I do think... I don't know exactly if it would be more xenophobic, but I think... But I definitely do agree with your approach to where people would be less... I wouldn't say xenophobic, but more ignorant to other cultures in another sense. Because xenophobic tends to be more towards immigrants of other cultures. Like, for example, if someone was hating on an immigrant because they're an immigrant, that's being xenophobic. But at the same time, though, I think it would just be more ignorant to other cultures, not just, not a xenophobe, if you, get, if you get what I mean here. And also, I think there's also – and I know I, I keep reverting back to this point, but I think there will also be – like I mentioned with just teenager general, I think there would be a lot less – not a lot less, but like a more – less mental health issues, specifically like with depression because of the fact that the internet now makes news so easy to to read. And I think that's relatively also a pretty good thing here because nowadays all you hear now is just very sad topics. Like every, like every day now is just something new that's that's not like the best thing in the world, for example. And I'm not talking about like through COVID. I mean through the past five to ten years per se. And I think that relatively over time that affects people as well because they they have, tend to have more of a pessimistic point of view of the world. And I think overall, while I, I don't think it's good to hide the truth for people, but at the same time though, it also it also relatively would decrease the overall unhappiness that people might experience today. I mean, yeah, as you said, depression, and mental health would definitely be depression rates would definitely decrease as you've mentioned before because social media is known to especially in younger especially in teenagers and younger children overall it's known to cause issues but i mean at the end of the day the internet has pros and cons and this world i feel like overall is just less attached to computers and it's less and is less reliant on the internet overall they're really that's the most fundamental difference. I think I said this before, but it's like 90s society with more advanced tech, but it's still 90s culture, 90s society, 90s feeling of computers where you don't use it, use it like we do. You just use it when you have to. Otherwise, that'll be it for this episode of Back to the Past, the Alton History Podcast. Thank you for watching very much. And if you want to follow our socials, they are both on Instagram and Twitter at Back to the Past P1. And otherwise, we hope you have a great day.